time for us to listen in to the second part of this feature. Once again, welcoming back the host for This Hong Kong Life Season 5. You are listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing voices and thoughts of our young people growing up and living in this city we call home. Welcome to Season 5. Our theme is Dear Mom and Dad. Welcome back to Season 5 of This Hong Kong Life. I am your host, Louis, and today I have a new guest with us, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Thank you. So my name is Winston and I'm actually from the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology, now majoring in global business and information system. Um, it's funny that you say in amongst those things that are happening, maybe a family struggle, because of course, uh, moving back over to the theme, that is sometimes what people might experience. With COVID, you are spending so much time at home. Some people feel imprisoned, cooped up. Some people feel that they have nothing better to do and they just lounge around home all day. So I would like to ask you this now. How do you feel your relationship is with your parents um, or was during that time in COVID when you suddenly had so much time at home and even though university was going on, there's still such a big market change from the way things usually were? Personally, I think it's definitely a good thing to me because um, I think one essential and uh, indispensable element of maintaining a relationship is that how much time you get to spend with them. The more time you spend with someone, of course, you not just get to know him or her more, but also, you know, it's definitely beneficial to a closer bonding. So I think, um, you know, back then, my, both my parents have to work, you know, from morning to night, some, sometimes even midnight. So while this, me and my brother also have to, you know, go to school and we also have extracurricular activities. So I think like um, previously, there might not be that much time for us to actually communicate, to not just talk about what happened today, but also cared about one another's feelings. So I think with COVID, both my parents were from home. Me and my brother also study at home. So we truly get more time to chat with and I feel like the bonding between us is even closer, which I think is definitely good to me. And to me, I think this is one of the benefits that I have actually gained, you know, with COVID despite all the disadvantages. Yeah. I think that's a really good take to have that you are grateful for the time that you get with them and that you view this extra time with them as more of a bonding experience that you can actually get to just spend time with them. And that you say it doesn't even have to be about talking constantly. It's just being with them. It's just kind of being around with them. It doesn't always have to be some deep conversation about your feelings and things like that. It can just be existing. And that's there's something very poignant about that. Speaking of conversations like that though. There is a cultural element to COVID as well. And I feel that people from different cultures experience this situation very differently. It's not much of a stretch to say that amongst the more traditional family elements, there is a difficulty in expressing your feelings, especially in a stressful, difficult time when so many things are changing. You mentioned before that you have a really nice bonding experience with them. Would you say that emotions and feelings are actually something that you've kind of had a conversation with them about before? Yes, I think to me, both of my parents um, are kind of like more traditional. So previously, they may not necessarily mention much about 
um, the difficulties or something that they enco uh, encounter in in their everyday work. But then with COVID, I feel like both, you know, all four of us actually open up a bit more. So I wouldn't say it's like a huge jump, you know, from rarely talk about some difficulties that you face to I talk everything. But then I, at least I think we are like taking baby steps towards this amazing objective. I actually was the one who initiated this because um, I feel like as we now have more time with one another, I feel like um, it's actually gonna be a healthy, you know, it, it would be healthy for us to, you know, talk more about not just what we have achieved in life, but also some difficulties that we face. Because I think family is definitely ones who stay with you no matter what happened or under what situations. That's why I actually started off, you know, talking something more about myself, not just about the good side, but also the bad side. So for example, like, I think several months ago, I actually went for an, a screening for an international case competition. But then, unfortunately, um, you know, after 24 hours of case preparation, my team and I actually failed to get through it. So I think that's actually quite frustrating to me. But then, um, so I just shared, you know, this story to my mom and dad. So um, initially, I feel like it's super awkward for me to say that because we usually don't we, we we usually only talk about something that that is good you know not just at school at work but also you know any kinds of achievements because i feel like this is something that they hope to see and they hope to listen and if i sort of like mention something that is bad maybe it, it makes them worried but then instead i feel like they yes they, they might be as you know slightly worried about me you know as in whether i feel good or not but then i feel like there are like more encouragements in that so i think i think that is super uh, crucial and that um not just me my brother and you know both my uh, parents are actually working towards that as well i think that's really cool um the idea that you thought you would just worry them or, or burden them maybe when you say something that's negative because they expect things to be okay and when it's not, that it kind of disappoints them in some time. But the fact that you came out with that in a very brave way and that they had encouragement for you instead, it must have really kind of changed the way that you approach it because you realize that there is a little bit of freedom in what you can say and what you can express to them. So that's really cool. And if you could write a letter to your parents to communicate your thoughts uh, in the past or, or right now, and it can be some kind of a wish or something that you wanted them to know then in the past, what would you say? Would it be something that you might not have had the chance to share before? Um, so dear mom and dad, I think um, something that I, at least for me, you know, really talk about is that how, how grateful am I for not just the caring that both of you have given me, you know, along the way since you, you know, like give, gave birth to me. Um, but I think it's also truly important for um, for me to thank, to be thankful as in not just about the education, but also um, everything that you guys have taught me. So I think it's truly, they are like building blocks of where am I today. And I think, um, yeah, I'm truly grateful for them. Thanks mom and dad. That's really nice. Um, so we are going to wrap up, but there is one last thought that I have for you. Is there any advice or suggestions that you would want to give to the youth of today? So from your own experience or something you've learned that you think is quite important for them to grasp, especially in Hong Kong, maybe? 
So I think there one of the key thing is to you know, although it sounds like more like a cliche, as in most people not just on the internet but also offline also talking about this. But then I think it's truly important because of my personal experience, as in doing what you like or at least what you are passionate about is extremely important because. Um, having that said, only if you're working on something that you're passionate, you can then sort of like have an internal driving force that continuously make you to wake up every day, you know, perhaps seven in the morning and start working, you know, putting your hats down on it. So I think, you know, if you are instead of you're working on something that you don't like, if, or even you dislike about it, the only result would be like you are like in a torture and things just won't add up well. So I would also like to, you know, take this opportunity to share a mini story I heard a few days ago, as in one of my friends who attended business school for like two years, um, she has decided to leave HKUST and instead travel to UK for studying architecture. So I think it's a bold move, but also I truly appreciate her courage and her thoughts behind this because um, it's definitely not easy for someone to pivot your, you know, to change your path, you know, after two years, you know. Um, so I think it's, um, I think what motivates her to do it is that she realizes that was, that is her dream. And that I think um, that is something that she, every day she wakes up, she would be thinking of. So I think um, every youth in Hong Kong, not just in Hong Kong, actually, you know, worldwide as well, should really do something that we like to do. Different people, of course, have different values, have different uh, capabilities and knacks. I think we don't necessarily have to do one single thing that most people in the society recognize that as success. So because success has diverse definitions, I think the only definition to success is actually defined by yourself. So I feel like um, working on something that you truly like is definitely some you know, I, I wouldn't put it as advice because I may not qualify to give advice, but I would say um, that would be some thoughts for myself as in, uh, I really hope every youth in this world can find a passion that will at least find where their interest lies on. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your time today. And there's been some great insights. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Season five is made possible by the Jockey Club Community Sustainability Fund. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative by Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like this show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kelly.org. See you next time. Call